Ladies, gentlemen, welcome to the Gold Advantage on the Best of Three Network. We're happy to have you here to cover the second week of the LEC and the end of the knockout stage, in, oh, sorry, end of group stage going into the knockout stages for the LCS lock. And last week was great. We're excited to be back. Lots of interesting matches and we cannot wait to get into it now to discuss the ins and outs of what happened with me as always a bmb and scotty how are you guys doing uh, that, that intro tickled my gonads a little bit <laughs> i'm not gonna lie to you I, I think that was pretty solid um i'm doing great nikki i'm very excited to talk about league today especially considering we are headed into knockout stages of a north american tournament so that makes me very excited i'll pass it over to chris to let him cover himself I, not that in he's what? not covered, right? Yeah, now. what am I covering well, myself? What are you in? Covering yourself in? Chocolate. <laughs> uh, no, I, Chocolate. I, I prefer sweeter things than shit. Um, <laughs> let me say that what a fun weekend! There are storylines for days, uh, and you know, did I call Vitality going zero and three? Maybe, no. maybe not. No, you don't. <laughs> Absolutely you not. <laughs> All right. All right. I probably didn't. Call I hate that. you. <laughs> I mean, it was a nice it, try, but not to, even to, close. To, to, to figure out if I did or did not, you'll have to go back and listen to our previous episode. Or if pretty you sure you have, said, you know. like, they're going to be pretty good. Uh, I did not have them in first, unlike you two. So okay, you I had them in, that, like, second. Right, which is low <laughs> first. Okay. Uh, but, and, and then jumping back over to the North America, what a fun weekend to start off with. Um, it seems like, you know, kind of the cream of the crop stayed where they were and, uh, it, it's a good knockout stage, right? Or it's a good, uh, lock-in tournament. And I think we're kind of getting some resolution. You know, I, I did fucking call evil geniuses beating team liquid. And that's all I'm here to really talk about today. I, I'm actually, this is, this is really interesting because I think I actually, well, the first, anyway. Season we really started covering League of Legends. The LEC was kind of that standard for this is like it feels more like Formula One and that like kind of good teams are going to be bad teams and that's just what's going to happen. And then last year it flipped and it feels like it's kind of doing the same thing again where like your top North American teams are just not getting beaten um, and and really not showing signs of weakness in in a lot of matches. So I mean, obviously, really early to signal that, but an interesting thing to, to kind of stick with because last year, I mean, LEC was upset city. Um, if you guys remember, so yeah, that like was we, pretty we interesting. Had like you're right. It's flipped. I think we had like this lower, but first year we did it. I think it was like the lower half of the LEC was all over the place. They couldn't it's win. They got stop make their, their miracle run and stuff. So it was like a lot of fun. Um, but then it got very, a bit stale. Um, I just, to be honest, I, I really enjoyed both leagues at this year. I'm looking forward to both for completely different reasons. Um, so, I don't know. We'll have to see. We'll see what happens. But I think jumping into it, you you mentioned EG versus TL. I thought it was a really good match to kind of really set the tone of what both teams are trying to achieve and the style they're trying to play. I thought it was a, I thought it was such a fun match. Uh, I think it was pretty even. And this is a thing that I kind of noticed a couple of games, especially in a is you're, you're starting to see a bit of different gameplay that mirrors to me. Now I'm not saying I'm a fucking magician and wizard on this stuff, but it mirrors a lot of 
the LCK and LPL playstyle. And by that, I mean like, especially closing out a game, you're seeing people going for the bases and like kind of so creating diversions. I can I can hear redditors typing just, right now. What are, what are they saying? Um, what are they What are they saying? They're saying that's oh, a shit what a, take and NA what, will never be able to. You're basically saying that what, like, what a brilliant fucking comment and what, so good call take, out by BNB. Is that basically the teams have figured out how to end the game by attacking the base? No, I'm saying that it's like a diversion, right? In that game in particular. Uh, I forget which EG player it was, but wouldn't attack the base while the other guys were distracted over Dragon and and, and focus on a team fight. And so, like, I've seen this mostly out of your out of Asia. Um, I, I'm not saying that they're the first group to ever do this, sure. but um, I just it, I saw that there, and I saw it a couple other places, and I, I I think that it looks to me like NA is trying to change up their gameplay, which I find fascinating. I think right. yeah, I I would agree with that. I I don't know. I think the one thing I will say is just across the board, and, and I don't know if it's entirely true, and it probably isn't. I think all teams have put equal work in, but it feels like there's a little carryover with some of the players on EG and, and how well they play together, um, whereas you've seen like more pieces of Team Liquid switch up. And I think it feels like the knife with EG was just a little sharper uh, in the TL match, and that's kind of fair considering the situations that they've come from. I will say I think... TL's roster and play style does lend themselves to more dominant victories throughout the season. I think they're just going to like, they're going to be matches where they absolutely fucking destroy teams. Um, and there are also going to be matches where it doesn't work out that way. And they kind of just fall short like they did against EG, but obviously like a very good team to fall short against. Uh, I think we all kind of signaled that last week. Yeah. I think, I mean like, look, I think we're going to, to see very clearly um, what, I think TL is very talented and we can see that. Um, they're not playing with a full team. I think I was more impressed by Hansama and Isla than um, Core JJ and I can't remember who the, what, whatever the ADC is uh, for Team Liquid. Um, the sub. I was more impressed by that. I think Isla was particularly, particularly impressive. Um, if he. I'm talking about Hansama. I no 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 no. So so I think Isla is the support, and he played with Hansama because yeah. they can't play Hansama and Core JJ. And then they played another match with Core JJ and Eon. Um, I was not as impressed with Eon, uh, but I thought Isla was a fucking phenomenal support. I really liked the way he played. He supposedly has turned down LCS opportunities to continue playing in the academy and support roster team liquid so he can continue to learn from core jj which i think is very interesting but i would be shocked if he does not make it to a roster by the end of this year uh because he was really good the main thing is is when han sama and core jj get to play together it's going to be fucking deadly um i think yeah i mean i think we all expected that yeah i just think they're a bit my, my big thing with TL is they play pretty slow and methodical, which is like the Bjergsen special, but also a lot of people in this roster, like Santorin's pretty controlled, straightforward, I think. So I, I, I think everyone's on the same page. They did seem a little bit rusty, um, which Whippo going back to top lane, Bjergsen coming back to mid, you expect it, but they were still very talented, but you could see a few small mistakes. EG, so exciting. So fucking exciting. I mean just we've had some great um 
some great videos out of our boys at Oracle Elixir, Tim, uh, about Jojo Pion. He is singing his praises, praises all over the place, but I really think he fucking did so well. He's kind of kept the excitement and the willingness to take risks for rewards that I think um, they had last year with Juzuke, but in a more coordinated and talented way, to be blunt. Um, Inspired seems to be really happy and fitting in. And Vulcan is such a great addition. He played so well. Everyone's talking about Impact and everyone else, but I think Vulcan played so well. And he yep. has helped the laning phase for Danny, which was Danny's uh, weakness. Yeah. I mean, look, this is what happens. You bring in a veteran professional mm-hmm. to put him next to a fucking unbelievably talented young gun. And you're going to start to get, you know, mentorship, leadership. And and Vulcan, I think, is also not just a veteran, like a hot mouth, right? Like, he's not like... Um, no, he's good. He's he good. Great. He's like he's just a good leader, and he he's not he doesn't need to be the flashy player, right? He's not looking no. to be the hero, but he's gonna help Never steady the ship, been. right? Exactly. But like last year on C nine, he kind of always was felt like the unsung hero, right? No one ever really gave him props. It was always other talked about other people. Um, well, great I mean... addition. <laughs> no, he, he, I mean he was pretty pretty. I think I think he did pretty well. Well, they let him go. They didn't fucking sign him again. No, they, he does land in situations where I think there's a lot of bigger names around him, and it's kind of hard to find that spotlight. Like you have Perks on that team last year, and then you also have Fudge breaking out, um, as well as Blabber. I mean, how how could I even forget that? It's it's a tough situation I think to just even a good fathom. Kind of talking about Vulcan there, like there are yeah, so many I also big think names on going that roster. in a different direction, and Vulcan didn't fit into that and they were like hey we need we want an all korean bot lane and and top so yeah i mean like look i I think it's an interesting it's an interesting one but i'm very happy to see vulcan's performance with uh with danny um again i i still think they're playing maybe a little bit too fast and loose um there's some coordination issues there but i think that will be tightened up and i'm so excited to see eg play some more i don't know part of part of me I'm on board. I don't want to get ahead of myself, but I'm ready. To, to, I'm ready to get ahead of myself. Like I called them, I picked them to be first. I'm not talking about EG. I'm talking about TL. I think they're gonna have trouble winning big matches for some reason, and I don't ever want to bet against Han Sama because I've seen how clutch he can be. I think if and anyone's how gonna much, pull them through, it's and him. how he can fail in the playoffs. Yep, keep going. I mean, I think it's more the people around him that failed in the playoffs. But uh, well, Rogue is looking fine right now. So I, I mean, go look at go look at Han Sama's world's performance. Um, that's almost phenomenal. Yeah, you can't. He's literally un, unkillable. To blame people on Rogue, um, I think it's a team. It was kind of like I think there was yeah, there was some malfunction. Something that just didn't click. But we'll, I we'll get there. Phenomenal. Um, I don't. I don't think Team Liquid is going to. I think they just play a certain style, and uh, once they coordinate on that one, I really do think that they're going. To it just feels them. like adding kind of the Bjergsen situation and in, in play style has reset them back to this like methodical we're team liquid we're gonna beat you like slow play style and yeah. i just don't think that's gonna get it done like down the line uh when it when it when they really need to um because i feel like that was always the issue before and then last year they struggled with kind of i guess playing a little looser playing a little faster but when it came time they clutched up i mean i don't know yeah yeah, I, it I mean, is. I see it, it's. I, see I feel. Saying. I feel like an inverse is coming in a way. I think the next thing to talk about: hundred thieves. Hot takes. I mean, well, this team. So, so I went and rewatched this game today, 
and and of course I'm talking about the game that really mattered from the weekend, which is yeah, when they lost the to, to FlyQuest. Um, you know what's interesting was FlyQuest came out poor the first day, losing to TSM, and Cloud and by the way, TSM's Academy, not even a real TSM, Cloud and, and Cloud Nine, correct? Uh, but then on fucking Sunday, they completely turned it around, beat 100 Thieves, and by the way, like they kind of had that game the entire time. Like it wasn't like a, it wasn't like a throw by a hundred thieves at any point. Um, you know, they were down early dragons. They came back on the dragons. They got both barons. They were able to kind of control the kills and fucking control the map. And that's how they can. It was like a methodical, well-played game from FlyQuest, And then obviously beat golden guardians. Um, and I don't know. I, I, I'm definitely revisiting. I think I had FlyQuest in, seventh eighth or eighth ninth tenth and that has to be reconsidered like they looked pretty good and i think that they're um you know we've always been fans of jose diodio um we've, we've liked afromu uh we you know i, I have, can't even pronounce the french dude's good name point. so I to, <laughs> uh uh, thank you, resident. Uh, you almost just, Frenchy. You know what? It's like mid lane, and then you pause. I say his name, and then you, thank you. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Perfect, yeah. perfect, perfect. I love that. Um, and then Kumo, though, even on the top lane, like he was getting a little bit outclassed uh, going against Hundred Thieves, but like their team was very, very quality, and maybe they just needed a little to knock off some rust and play some competitive games again. But I don't know. I'm ready to not to overreact too much, but very impressed by FlyQuest. I think that's my takeaway. I'm fine letting 100 Thieves have a game off to a degree, and I think that they'll, in their fourth and final game, they'll come through, and I actually, you know, I know we'll talk about Cloud9 later. Um, I don't, I'm not going to overreact to the 100 Thieves loss. I'm more so going to react to FlyQuest playing a really good game. I am actually, surprisingly enough, going to agree with Chris here. Um, I also am not entirely worried about 100 Thieves in this situation. I think there's also like part of this is also kind of realizing that they're they're kind of through um like into the next stage anyway but like i I don't know i feel like they can have a game off i'm not super worried about it again FlyQuest played like very well just to kind of reiterate what chris is saying um especially that second day i mean they kind of got embarrassed first day you start off oh two but i don't know props to them i mean turning it around it's it's a tough thing to do especially against a team up to the caliber of hundred thieves but they did it, and then they went on to win the second game. I mean, everyone's beating Golden Guardians, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm not yeah, really look, entirely I, I, worried about it. I mean, it's more, more into, I guess, FlyQuest, so I'll start with them. Um, I well, Actually, no, I'll start with 100 Thieves because FlyQuest will lead into another team. I think 100 Thieves looked really good on day one. I think they got lazy against um, FlyQuest. I, I, I kind of went back and I watched it live, and then I went back and rewatched it, and they just were... They were just playing sloppy. I think they underestimated FlyQuest, came out thinking they're big shit and, and kind of got slapped around a little bit and hopefully learned their mistake. Um, I'm not, I completely agree. I'm not worried about 100 Thieves. I actually think they look really good. I think they're coming back strong. Um, and I'd still put them probably as my favorite to win it all. Um, so that's not a problem. I Like you said, I think it speaks way more to FlyQuest. I... I think my issue with FlyQuest is just that it's... Uh, I don't see them winning top five or whatever um, in that sense, but I'm pretty happy with their performance. 
you know, like, I think they, they did well. Um, and they've shown, and if anything, it's Golden Guardians that I'm looking at and going like, well, what, what the fuck's gone wrong there? Agreed. Um, so can I see FlyQuest taking over Golden Guardian spot? Yeah, actually, I can. That's uh, that's the question that it's kind of leading me to, to, to look at it and go, you know what, this is maybe a team that is just quite solid. I don't expect like mad things from FlyQuest, but uh, they seem very solid, especially kicking things off. I would expect, I mean, I, at least if you're able to build off of where you are now and, and your play style doesn't get old or red or anything along those lines, mm-hmm. you expect them to be kind of top of the bottom half um, of the table. And, and I think that is a lot better than expected when you saw this team on paper to begin the season. I would love to just not talk about Immortals and Golden Guardians. Um, pretty disappointed in both performances put forward. I don't understand uh, yeah. what Immortals was throwing the bag at, to be honest, because yeah. it doesn't seem to have worked at all. Um, we can kind of just skip over that. I mean, both teams 0-3, like obviously unimpressive. Yeah, I, Just, I agree. I don't really fully get the. It's it's a little bit like on two sides. Like Golden Guardians, I expect just way more, and I don't get what went wrong there. And Immortals, it's it's. I thought they would come out a lot more capable. So a lot more. It just, does not look it like seems that to at be, all. It seems to be institutional at this point. I'm not. I'm not sure. Like, yeah, I would. I would honestly kind of agree with that. that. I mean, CLG made their changes and they look a little better. Hmm. Not a lot. I'm not going to pat him on the back too much for beating an in inept uh, Immortals uh, team. I, th- I think that CLG is fair. Good. Honestly, I'm pretty impressed by. Them. I think CLG came out. Soft, I mean, if they like... beat Dig, if they beat Dig, I think that that'll be an important game for them to kind of see where they are. Um, yeah, agree. Because obviously, losing to EGTL, like hard That's to fine. hard to create too much fault there. Uh, both yeah. those teams are pretty much playing at the at, you know they're they're clearly the peak of Group B. Yes. Uh, I think if CLG can get that third place by beating Dig, I, I'll 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 see your point, like Dig Nikki. Overperformed by beating Immortals. I yeah, in both their games, I actually feel like they look decent. Like honestly, Against TL. Cool, what I would have put probably, I think I had them as like tenth place team. I think we all. Let me uh, let me look at your stats. Like at this point, I think I would kind of like if I like a quick rejig at the moment. It's something like. FlyQuest, CLG, Dig, and Immortals. Golden yeah. Guardians. Yeah. I feel like Guardians we've... Immortals. So, so, you know, like, I, I gotta say, like, Dig has gone from a 10th place team to probably, like, the 8th place team for me. Guys, I'm getting irritated. We've entirely just avoided talking about one team so CLG, far. CLG, uh, TSM Academy? <laughs> um, Dude, fuck Cloud off. Nine. Cloud9. <laughs> All right, Cloud9, let's talk about it. Thoughts, Fudge Midlane, what do we think? He played Victor two or three times um, and looked pretty decent at it. He didn't, you know, a lot of people are talking like, is he just going to come out with basically top lane bruiser champs in the mid lane? He didn't, <laughs> um, which epic. is good for him. He talked a lot about like how he's trying to learn and get those reps in. And, you know, even if he loses, he thinks it's so valuable to lose on stage as opposed to just losing while you're learning. He's like, the value you get from that is huge. I love that attitude, which goes a long way for me. I just think he has the right attitude. We haven't seen the full team uh, play, so I'm kind of reserving judgment on the other players because I they're playing with uh, 
obviously their academy team because they couldn't get people in. I think it's it's just the I, I basically think it's a full academy team um, playing at the moment, which is um, you know fine. Um, I just don't know how much we can read into that. But that Zven guy looks pretty good in bot lane. <laughs> That's that Zven guy. That Zven guy. Yeah, so so Fudge is looking I mean they have what Isles and Darshan, I think, are the two players. And yeah, they have Darshan and Blabber, Isles Fudge and Zven. Sport, and then Zven is in a as the other bot lane. So this is the thing, it's like kind of like Darshan's an ex LCS player. He's still looking solid. You know, I yeah, he looks kind fine. of dropped out. It was like I, I think he's better than some people. I will say Isles, you know, last game they played twelve yeah. assists, pretty impressive. Sure. Like played the role well. also TSM's Academy team. That's something that I wanna kinda highlight when talking about C9. Is that yeah? They still have like kind of core three players that they had from last year there, um, and and maybe that helps them win some of these games and, and look a little bit better than they should with academy players. But they also skated on the scheduling for the first three games, and I think that's part of why they're three and zero. They haven't really been challenged yet. That's my biggest issue right now with like kind of sticking an opinion to C nine besides the fact that they didn't play with their full roster, but. It was exciting to see Fudge in the mid lane and, and kind of the comments, my takeaway from that is that I really just, I don't question his composure in the limelight at all. Um, no. well, why would, I think he's, I think he's the guy. Question. Why would you question his, like he, he, if he's able to play as a top laner in the limelight, why would he, it's more about, can he actually play as a No, I'm just, I, I think it's way more difficult though. Like it, it is way easier to do something you're comfortable with and kind of be put on that island after you've been, been there for so long and haven't, like have so many reps on it than it is to like pick up a new role and do that on stage against teams in the spotlight. And then when that becomes like, those are going to become bigger matches one day, um, which will probably be pretty soon considering uh, how well they look with two Academy players. So um, we'll see. I mean, I think he's, I think he's impressive and I think the mentality is, is impressive as well. Yeah. The attitude is great. And I, he's doing fine. Like I, at the moment though, I still would probably, where would I stick him? we're talking about mid laners probably middle of the pack that's fine which is fine he's got time he's got time i just don't know what what the high is um number one (laughs) (laughs) um look i think i think that their composure in going three and oh is a testament to the leadership there and, and just kind of having a proper coaching staff to be honest more than anything you know both Cloud 900 Thieves both played uh, FlyQuest, TSM, and Golden Guardians. They both played two games on Friday and then one game on Sunday. Um, Cloud9 obviously went 3-0. 100 Thieves lost focus and ended up losing to FlyQuest on Sunday. Um, maybe 100 Thieves was looking ahead already to Cloud9. Uh, I can't really speak for them on that, but um, you know, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna take too many I'm not gonna take too many notes or uh, big grand pronouncements after playing. Golden Guardians, TSM Academy, and FlyQuest. Yeah, uh, that's what I was so, gonna say. I don't know. And, and so, like, look, good. They are three and zero, and they should be three and zero. Hundred Thieves should also be three and zero, and they're not. So, mm. um, you know, but ultimately, <laughs> the funny part, right, is if Hundred Thieves beats Cloud Nine, it doesn't really matter. They still get first place because of the head to head. And so, um, really looking forward. I mean, we can kind of speak around it as much as we want, but this weekend's or Friday's match, the only match that really stands out to me. Is obviously the Cloud Nine Hundred Thieves game. So we're jumping straight into it. 
I mean, he just he just threw the I'm lead out there. In. All right. He just threw, right. he threw the lead there out. There you go. <laughs> um, no, that was honestly, Boss honestly, Chris. 100 Thieves, Cloud 9. I've never seen you do anything smoothly in my life. <laughs> and that was that was pretty incredible. Proud of you. Oh, thank you. Props. I'm, I'm learning two years in. Listen, you guys have this one marked. I'll let you take it away. I personally very excited for this match. I think it'll be great to watch. Um, I don't really know which way I see this going. I, I could see 100 Thieves having looked ahead to C9. And Chris, are you this... top nine? Well, what I would say is this is, this is a betting podcast. And I was going to say, should we put a timer? We each get a minute. If you take cloud nine, I'm a hundred thieves. You get a minute I'm, to talk about I'm it. taking cloud nine at 2.38. Well, like well, there's no question. I think that that's, I don't even need a minute. The, the answer is cloud nine's a team that is on par with hundred thieves. They have a better record. Uh-uh. Uh, a lot of their different statistics kind of align. Now hundred thieves does have a lot of great statistics, but their mid to late game rating isn't great. Whereas cloud nine is a significantly better. So, their I mean, early game on, isn't quite as good. Their early game qu- isn't quite <laughs> as good. Well, they played against statistics. Yeah, this, so I, I but three games against the same three three games against the same three exact opponents. So this I'm is actually a perfect way to compare yeah. these two. No, it's not. And what I would say draft, is, you have the fact that oh my fucking kind of god! Okay, well, I don't agree with him. But weather conditions are at two point four. Some so... people might have gotten laid the night before. Some were taking no. It, yeah, I agree. It was raining. It was raining. Point being, at for Cloud Nine at two point three the value that's just value and i will take i will take cloud nine on this bet all day and three times on sunday because there's just too much value there for you not to take that 100 these at 1.55 is an awful bet and you can have it as much as you want i'll get in bed with you chris the only note here is that obviously 100 these is their full roster and cloud nine does not yeah so it didn't matter but 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 it didn't matter it didn't matter it does matter because if you eliminate one the fly quest loss which they watching like i said already i think they just were arrogant going into it and lost do we just want to cherry pick performances by each player too uh no you want to take the two you want to actually compare the players and blabber closer for sure that's totally totally on board with that abadage fudge i would skew abadage's way um and then you start looking at the rest of someday against dashon someday smashes dashon uh, and then we're talking about the best bot lane in the game. Yeah. So, it's, again, like, it's like you're playing a rookie and Sven, who Sven is good, but, like, FBI, who he are phenomenal. It's, All right. Can we just, can we just put $10 is, on this? Doubt, even money. You should be doubt, giving me better odds, but I'll do even money with you without a, as yeah, a friend. Done. Done? Okay. Ten bucks. Great. Um, ten bucks. And without done. a doubt, I would say. Ten, ten, ten soul. Like, ten dollars in soul. Um, oh, I would. I'll do one soul. <laughs> one soul. One soul. One hundred and fifty dollars. Uh, Are you liquid right now? What the fuck? He what? is liquid. Hey, that's, that's fucking pennies. He's pennies. liquid, but don't call him Bjergsen, um, baby. To, oh, let's no, do ten bucks, normal money. But um, yeah, I I just don't think I think if you and the reason I'm saying I'm not cherry picking like the FlyQuest game bad mark against them, but you can see they just came into it so fucking casually. You look at the other two games they had, they were clean and decisive and they finished quickly. They are not uh, tell me tell me more about how you're the mentality coach yeah. for hundred days and you know what's going no, on in there. So wait, 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 wait. The That's actually play. unbelievable. Watch, Dude, watch what we heard plays. what we heard is that what we heard is that Nikki resonates their performance with his sex life. Quick, clean and very efficient. I mean it's only <laughs> <laughs> is that 
So Are we done yet? <laughs> I feel like that's Are a compliment. You? That's like saying efficient. I take care of my if partner. Sex, that's if, the most important thing. Quick, if sex was you know, a race, he oh, and nobody comes. And and uh, you know, <laughs> it's clean. There's very no for, mess to, to clean up. You know, it's like a movie. Scene. For Nick, for it's Nikki, sex is like a race, and he always comes in first. No. Listen. That's I don't know what kind of inside out movie you're anyway, playing in a hundred thieves players' heads, just, but there's no way, that there's no way you know overlook Cloud Nine. Uh, the odds are sure they're not, but they're gonna lose. That the odds are there. I my issue with it is I actually don't think the odds are good enough on Cloud Nine uh, to take it. So for me, if you're getting over the two point five mark, then I would go for it. Um, but at this stage, just with the players they're playing with. I'm not as bullish on Cloud9 uh, against 100 Thieves. And I'm putting my money where my mouth is. That being said, I would definitely... I think 1.5 is at the kind of lower limit of what I would bet on 100 Thieves. Not denying it's low. Um, I would much rather anything over 1.6. That's why I'm saying shop around, first of all, because I think you can get better odds on that. Second of all, look at it live betting. Because I really feel like at certain points... Because when Cloud9... I, comes out like, ripping. I actually comes think comes out be ripping better. during the draft, whatever you want to choose. But I, I do think that the odds will jump up. Now, fuck it. Cloud Nine comes up. Hundred Thieves does a terrible draft. There's a different thing. But ten bucks, I'm saying Hundred Thieves is going to beat Cloud Nine. Great. Don't Side be note: taking like, by the way, don't take like two months to pay me off on this bet like you did with the fantasy leagues. Okay. That was me. Yeah. <laughs> that wasn't him. That was me. I took like uh, six months to pay for fantasy. We'll, we'll, use, um, we'll, we'll, use, del- we'll, use, we'll use Lumens. I'll pay you $10. Okay. No, no transaction Christ. fee. Right. Fucking no, lightning. We're going back to um, Fuck Stellar Lumens. Uh, hey, hold on. Question. Yes. This is okay. like, I, I didn't really count the rate or like pay very close attention to it. What was the pick rate on Yumi in like NA? Because I thought it was relatively low, correct? Considering current meta, uh, you can't you can't spring that on us. Now we have to go look yeah, it up. Yeah, off the top of my head, like <laughs> I don't, I don't, like, I don't know. I read I don't somewhere know. that it was pretty low by comparison to like LCK matches and, and what they've looked yeah, like. So I just thought that was pretty like interesting to throw out there. I just feel like it's a completely different pick ban. We also, oh well, yeah, because they're better some, at the game. We had some real fucking weird um, pick bans. So there was which I, one are you Yumi, asking about? Yumi got picked twice. Yumi. Yumi the cat, twice. Chris. So she got picked twice, oh, same oh, as Lux, um and Bard. Um, Thresh was the highest pick rate with Nautilus next, and then yeah. what's the what's the win rate? Hundred. Uh, Yumi's a zero percent win. Zero percent. Wow, they just don't know how to play the champion. That's the problem. All good. Yeah, the, yeah there, there well, was some. some picked twice. Does it? Can you figure out who picked it? Because it also might depend on which player picked it. Well, yeah, that's true. I mean, we'll see. We'll see. I, I just want to see how Yumi plays out this year, considering I how OP it was at Worlds. Um, so. uh, it was Poom and Destiny. Interesting. What is interesting is it does seem like across both, uh, both, both pawns, Jinx is just. I mean, look, we're, we're fans of Arcane here. It's because of the this. show, exactly. It's gotta you, be the God show. God damn it! You took you were, you knew where I was going. It was because of the show. They had to just. She's really not that good, you know, like. <laughs> I think what's interesting is Such a good show, though. pick. Aphelios pick, one win, eight losses. That is an atrocious, like, win-loss ratio. And that's enough. Like, you know, you have three games on Instinct, one on uh, Johnson, one on Neo, you're on 6A. So we're not saying, like, necessarily the top um, players, but it's a pretty 
pretty atrocious. It, it is atrocious. I mean, it's atrocious and also interesting considering how important of a counter pick that was at Worlds previously. Yeah. So I mean, Mets has changed. It's we're months away. Yeah, yeah. So obviously, in, we're like we're uh, months away. What but happens like, in Worlds like is irrelevant. This is like I know, I know, but it's thing. interesting to see how the game develops in that way. All right, one more one more game that matters. The rest of the games don't matter, and this well, game matters. Two more games. There are two more games. We got two more games. There's only one other game that actually has a, any consequence, which is Team Solomid versus Golden Guardians. It's not about consequence all the time. You know, it's about actually, whether it's, or not yeah, you can make money on it. It's fucking yeah, betting podcast, like buddy. Where's your, where's your... What the fuck but, is going on here? What happened to you? You What are you taking over oh hosting duties God. trying to move us along here? Like, this is, you know, know your place, peasant. Some of I, us have shit to do today. Um, this game is the... You, want, you, only, you only want to bet on games that have consequences associated with them if you're betting on games that don't matter then the outcomes are completely then you're betting on the cdo <laughs> <laughs> uh right exactly it's not smart don't do it um the only other game that matters from this day for uh, as a consequence is clearly tsm golden guardians tsm I mean, sure. 1.65 golden guardians 2.18 the winner goes on to the knockout stage. I don't I don't love either of these teams. I think you know they're both quite not good. I mean TSM's the Academy team. At Golden Guardians at 2.18, I, I kind of want to lean that way. Um unless one of you can really talk me out of it. I mean, Nikki, take us through it. I don't know. Yeah, no, I so what I was gonna go with is that this is Golden Guardians had like a really poor showing in, in week one. Um I actually am impressed by TSM Academy. I think they played well, considering they're an academy team, they're a young team. Um I think they did a, a you know, a very good showing overall across it. So to me, I'm actually taking TSM. I think 1.65 is good. I think they're the favorites, and I think they've just played better across the board. I can't disagree with you. I mean, I think the results speak for themselves. Like, Golden Guardians just has not looked good at all. I mean, um, yeah. To be so. fair, when you dive into the statistics, they're virtually the exact same. Uh, they're both quite terrible. So I, I would rebuff, other than the one win that TSM had against FlyQuest, when it feels like they weren't like they just didn't come in on Friday in the right headspace, but sure. looking at their statistics, like they're actually damn near the same. So to me, again, like this is but to me, a, that's, that's where I, I have like a pretty big difference on that one, because I'm like, on the one hand, I'm like TSM is an Academy team with very young players who are all, uh, this is basically their first attempt at stage. Yep. Apart from so Denver. I would definitely not bet on them. Um, Thank you. Whereas Golden Guardians is a proven team that actually has a pretty stable roster and they're coming back looking like trash. So yeah. I so okay. Look, there there are two arguments for it. One, Golden Guardians has the experience and they've had a week to get better. They could be coming back and taking it like that. Totally fine with you on that one. And the odds are in their favor. On the flip side. It is way easier to get better when you're new to the scene. Yeah, I just I just can't take an academy team at one point six five 
Like I just think that those. Yeah. But you want to you want to talk about consequence and all this? We're talking about the consequence of them losing this game is not playing in the LCS anymore. Like this is their last chance to play an LCS match or play more LCS matches. So if you want to talk about consequence and be the guy that talks about it, TSM Academy has everything to play for right now, and it's I true. think that that, that might outweigh any statistical, yeah. like whatever whatever we're talking about here. That's just that's my take on this. I'm ready. Not even my match. I'm ready for another $10 wager if anyone wants it. No. I mean, it's it's too up in the air to take, but I'm like I think generally I'm taking TSM here just on the book. So, but not against me. No. Okay. All right. I don't care enough to bet on either of those teams against you personally. I'm not making this person. I don't feel like listening to you blabber at me next week. <laughs> well, in the in the when Cloud9 yeah, beats chance it happens. When Cloud9 beats 100 Thieves. There'll be plenty of that already. Well, I mean, that's you and Nikki, so it doesn't uh, stay out of that one. I'm, as I'm well. excited for that one. Um, final one, Scotty, you wanted to talk to us about uh, Dig versus CLG. I think, I mean, I, this I'm is just me working. That, by the way, yeah, this is me working CLG back. 1.9 and Dig at 1.8. Agreed, exactly. I mean, you know where I'm going to go with this. I think it's CLG all the way. Yes. And I don't think the record represents a lot of kind of what we saw. I mean, they beat Immortals, obviously. Everyone's beating Immortals. My grandma could beat Immortals blindfolded. Um, I, I, but, heard, I heard she has a lot of hot takes for you blindfolded. Okay, yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's a... Fuck. That's an odd one, man. But oh, like, okay, you, you just uh... said you wouldn't you wouldn't understand how how deep of a cut that actually is. <laughs> um, no, but I, I think CLG played a lot better than they're giving credit for, and they had a couple of difficult opponents. And I think I would agree with your statement earlier that Dig did overperform to a certain degree. So personally, here just taking CLG straight up, I don't think there's a lot to touch on, um, and I think we're all in agreement on this one because Chris is a CLG fanboy, and I already heard you agree with me, Nikki. So. I don't know We're if there's there. any more to go. talk about. Briefly, we don't have the odds or technically the bracket for uh, the knockout stage, but we can assume it is going to be top two teams against bottom two teams. Um, keeping it sweet and simple, do you guys see uh, any upsets happening? I mean, the way this is shaken out, not really. Um, I think... If there was any team I had questions about, it was kind of the C9 team with, with substitutes in. But the way they've played uh, gives me confidence if they're to face kind of a worse team. So I'm not really worried about this at all, to be honest. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, there's I, there's no way I see Dig or CLG uh, beating Cloud9 or 100 Thieves. Um, so with that, do I, could I see some combination of FlyQuest, TSM, Gordon Guardians somehow sneaking it past Team Liquid. And I think that's the only team. I don't, I don't think any of them are going to be EG. I think they're just playing really well. Um, maybe. But I, I really... I would have very hard... It, I would be unbelievably surprised if it happened either way. The only way I see it happening, having seen this past weekend, I think Group A is a stronger group than Group B. So could one of those third or fourth place teams sneak it past You know the second place team or maybe first place team depending on who goes where um possibly but i i would i feel very unlikely extremely unlikely yeah for me the only way this really happens is like if team liquid or like 100 thieves somehow lose and then FlyQuest or someone like overtakes them 
And so instead of having Cloud9, 100 Thieves, and EG, Team Liquid are the top two teams, we end up with another mix and we see 100 Thieves matching off against like EG or Team Liquid. Um, yeah, that's a good point. If Cloud9 beats 100 Thieves, FlyQuest jumps into the second place team because FlyQuest beat 100 Thieves so the head-to-head. Yeah. So that's the only situation. But Good then point. I I don't I see 100 Thieves being Team Liquid to be honest. So. so we'll see. Um I mean look, best place to to follow our picks on that once we have the results is our Discord or on our Twitter at best of 3 network. You can find the link to Discord in the pinned tweet. And I believe gentlemen that wraps it up and we're going over to Europe. Look at you learning how to plug. Let's fucking really proud. Let's fucking you know fly. Learn from the master because I think Scott, you are the best. Of <laughs> uh, I was born and raised to shill. You, you were. <laughs> you know what? Like I don't know. You just, you just love plugs so much. It just fits you like a peg. Okay, let's uh, <laughs> let's take a step back. Let's How take... about that? <laughs> Deeply uncomfortable with uh, that. Deeply unsettled. Deeply unsettled. A little bit too deep, was it? Okay. Well, now, uh, now you're now really got, all in. You're you know bought in. Didn't use their safe word. Vitality. That's why they went zero and three. Yeah. Um, woof. Did you honestly woof? like? Yeah. Woof. That's a, I don't know why you'd woof it. Vit- that's a. Like that's, <laughs> that's a not an appropriate response. Um, they yeah. literally shit the bed. Yeah, there's a lot going on right now that I'm pretty confused about. Uh, yeah, they shit the bed. Okay, I have strong worst feelings team, on Worst team in the LEC. I think uh, okay. talented. You look at Alfari and Selfmade, they played well. Um, and was not impressed by the bot lane. Um, and then... That's what I said. I'm not impressed by the coordination. I, I said the bot lane players, is the weakest they're point. Just, they're, just, they're just uncoordinated. I don't think they have an identity. Do we think, I think it's going to take some time to find one, do we think personally. They, do we think they scrimmed at all? Like, do you think they practiced together? Yeah, apparently they've done incredibly well on scrims. I just think they, they haven't... I think when it, And their drafts, by the way, were really fucking odd. Their drafts were really all over the place. Um, and there's a good good video kind of breaking that down a little bit uh, by Kadril on YouTube, so I'd check that out if you're actually interested in going into a little bit more detail. He, he makes a, a very valid point that he feels like they've just kind of gone off the back off of it, of, of their talent. So they go in and it's like, what are we doing? It doesn't matter. We're all great players. Just like pick whatever and then we'll make it work. And they haven't, but they also have, because they had like a 6K gold lead on Fnatic. So they are winning, um, but just not as a team. Listen, like, yes, I had them in first. So they're winning individually, but they're not playing as a team and better teams are... Able. And they're just like overextending, overchasing, making sloppy mistakes, and then. I mean, yeah, I think I think we can all agree that this is something that we think will not be long lasting. We all definitely think that they'll kind of right the ship to a degree. Yeah. Um, kind of similar to what we said last, just a little while ago about immortals. Uh, seems to be an organizational thing. I mean, look, I, we were crucifying perks all last year. Um it's amazing to me that he just kind of has this loser personality uh, at this point, you know, he left G2, uh, but just kind of disrupts teams. doesn't seem like he has a whole lot going on there. Um, what are you on about? Yeah, I don't agree with you. 
I don't. I, just, You're really I, digging right now. Yeah, that's absolutely trash. Listen, I said that Plex is actually a really good teammate. Um, I just, yeah, I just think they're just all playing a bit sloppy. Yeah, I, I mean, it's what happens when you get a bunch of star players together. I, I think I just sorted out. Listen, I said this. There's growing pains to having that much power. Yeah. Um, I think it'll be sorted relatively quickly. I think all these players hold themselves to a pretty high standard. Yeah. So if it isn't sorted, there will be an implosion. But I mean, we're way early to predict that. It's three matches. I'm not really yeah pressed about this. I think the the, the counterpart to that, there's actually two teams I don't want to talk about there. Um, Rogue and Fnatic. I think you mentioned. I'm gonna I'm gonna normally I think we would have talked about Fnatic, but I kind of want to insert Rogue here because I think the counterpart to um, Vitality, who doesn't know what style they're playing and and who who they are. Rogue knows exactly who they are. Great drafts, consistent drafts across all three games. Very nicely executed. Mal Rung just fit in like a yeah. Like a they glove. just come out. I'm I'm not I'm not. I still don't think Comp is an upgrade to Hatsama. Sure. Um, That's not a hot but, take. But you know, Oduamne's playing on an island and doing well. Uh, Larson is doing really well again. Really like well. it's just like the team has just come out the gates. You would, you would, it almost feels like they were playing together last year. Yeah. And if that's the case, I mean, we already know it's going to happen. So, well, yeah, they're, they're historic. Not really much to talk about. Yeah. yeah they're, the, they're the best regular season team. We know they'll fail. This, in is, the this is just rogue, I guess. This is rogue. Just, this is rogue. If you play rogue. under the rogue bander, you're guaranteed <laughs> to win at least 90% of your regular season games and then fall a fucking part when you have to play any game of any importance so My big question is actually rogue. around how long do they keep this up and how long do other teams keep it up oh they're gonna that's destroy the, teams the entire regular season that's um, my prediction the other sec first place team fanatic you what are you guys thoughts on that very bullish love mm-hmm. them they look fucking incredible wonder looks great i think yep this team looks like it was meant to play together. What Dude, that was my... a fire fucking tweet. I don't know if you guys saw this. Um, I think it was Ashley Kang, I, I, who was like the biggest testament to how bad um, the last World of Warcraft expansion Shadowlands is, is how good Wonder is playing right now. For those of you that don't know, Wonder loves WoW, and uh, one of the big things is that like when WoW is too good, he he's bad on League, yeah. and he plays bad. Um, and apparently right now he's just not fucking touching it. So, <laughs> so it's fanatic. That's pretty tobacco. awesome. Um, yeah. Look, I, I think, I, I think, I think the under talked about thing is like, and I know our boy Cheesewater in the uh, Discord did point it out, but like, for they didn't come out the gate really that great on any game either, though. No. Early game they were getting out, you know, their gold difference Six after fifteen. Behind. Their 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 gold difference after fifteen minutes is minus almost 900 um which is interesting and then but their their mid to late game their ability class. to close is just you know kind of un, untouched you know in in very stark contrast well and you know to what we were talking about vitality's early game rating is the top of the league at 63.2 which is hilarious because then their mid late is negative 63.2 yeah. like like literally the exact inverse um i think i i mean that's that has to do with kind of the conversation we were having earlier. Though. Like the early game is really about yeah. playing individually. Exactly. In that's a, that is yeah. perfectly said, Scotty. Like that's literally perfect. Um, and whereas Fnatic Rogue, 
they're you know also have a good late game their early game is just out of this world um to me this is a little bit of again like and and g2 also right like g2 and mad lions and then i know we'll probably get there but like all four of these teams are kind of the class of europe have been the class of europe and they're continuing to be the class of europe yeah hillisang looked great as well i shout out wonder but i gotta say the other one is hillisang he had some really big plays um that won them games like he had Those a just been... knock up and i just you know classic. he's been such a key piece for fanatic for so long yeah it feels like i mean like he kind of kept it together when things were not looking good yeah. uh but yeah i mean i chris i can't help but disagree i mean it seems like the teams that are meant to be up at the top kind of from the past couple years that we've been covering lec are just there now I am like relatively proud of G2. I think they had a pretty good weekend uh, going, you know, 2-1. Obviously, lost to Mad Lions. Mad Lions also looked very solid, even with kind of losing some of the very core players. Classic Mad Lions where they beat the good teams and then lose to someone like SK. Like just Yeah, but very... that is a good sign. It is. Similar to what we were saying about Rogue. That's just Mad Lions being Mad Lions. Exactly. Like, that's it seems like the are. identities haven't changed at all in the LEC, which is interesting considering how much roster yeah. actually has changed across the board. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. G2 looked pretty good. Dominated Astralis. Doesn't really matter. Um, yeah, no, well, I thought G2 looked good. I'm, I'm pretty... I'm... I'm pleasantly uh surprised by their performance essentially i think mad lions it's it's a funny thing i think i expected less from g2 and happy with their performance and i'm with mad lions i think like oh yeah looked great i think his stats are obscene um i'm a little bit i feel like they played a bit just kind of like fast and loose and and they threw well the, the, the game they lost they just kind of threw well, I mean, yeah, that, and and that's where I'm a bit, you know, where I'm cutting slack for 100 thieves, where they came out the gate just like playing sloppy. Mad Lions played well, then bad, then well, then poorly, then well. Well, I think what's lost, it's well, like, what I think is really interesting about that, right, is I think when Mad Lions beat Vitality, we were all thinking that was like a big win, but then to see yeah. Vitality go the entire weekend just being sloppy and not winning anything. It yeah, doesn't make you kind of need to, yeah, you need yeah. to kind of rethink the uh, severity or the importance of that win that Mad Lions had. So, you know, a, a little bit sloppy. Um, again, like you just can't lose to SK there because, like, it's not like SK's had had a good week by any stretch. Of the I don't know. I mean, I listen, okay. SK SK could have gone zero and three, and I still would have said they had a good weekend. Yeah, I, I'm actually, looking the I, way they did. To funny. be honest, I have a little note saying um, that I think SK actually did okay. You know, they had a nice little win over Mad. Their other games not so good, but they weren't terrible losses. It's kind of like Misfits and SK. I'm I'm pleasantly surprised with both. Yeah, I mean, SK I think SK is better than Misfits. So. SK loses SK to Rogue. Are... They lose to Rogue, and they lose to yeah. um, uh, Fnatic. And if the argument yeah. is that they should have lost to Mad Line, sure, but like they did manage to win that game. Exactly. I think, listen, tough opening weekend for that yes. team, but honestly. Like not bad looking at all, um, just for them, and, I, and look, kind I of position we expect them to be. Them going to be good with Razork moving on. I actually think that they owe. I mean, I, some, I read something where he has the highest kill participation. Um, so, I mean, yeah. they beat the teams they should have beat. They beat Astralis. They lost to 
Rogue, and then they beat BDS. So I'm not going to get overhamped about them, but no, you know, no, I, no, I, but like the, I the, think to the, your the, point, the, like SK and Misfits seem to be kind of in the same. They're going to be fighting yeah. for that sixth place. Exactly, exactly. Fifth, sixth place to me. They're 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 in the fifth. No, yeah, fifth, sixth, seventh place, and uh, they definitely look the strongest. I think Excel. Fine. Yeah, Reddit was right. BDS. That's all I have to say about that. They're not right yet. Vitality. They beat Vitality. That was the only game they won. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not ready. BDS did not look good. You gave them too much credit, Chris. Yeah, way too much credit. Excuse me. They lost to Fnatic. Fine. Fnatic's a good team. They lose. They beat XL, which is what I said. I said they wouldn't be in tenth. Great. And then they lose to Misfits, who again is like a, a mid table. I said BDS you had was going to be like, Misfits, though. I think I had him like at sixth. I think I had him at sixth. Crazy. Uh, I think I think BDS look, looked bad. They, well, I'm going to disagree. <laughs> yeah, they didn't um, look very good. All right. Day one matches in the interest of uh, speed here. Misfits versus Excel. I had this down as a match I want to talk about. I'll just give my thoughts quickly. Uh, I think Excel's at 2.18. Misfits is a 1.65. I think 1.65 is a nice line you can get on Misfits. I think they played well in week one. Um, I think this is just like a small bet you can make some profit on. It's kind of not more than that. They just played well. Their players individually performed well. Um, and I think they are going to play better than Excel, essentially. Sure, no, who no cares? More, no less. Yeah, who cares? The game that matters is <laughs> fucking Rogue Mad Lions. Like, I, this is like the only game that matters from this day. And not only that, the line is so motherfucking juicy. It is Rogue at one point nine three, Mad Lions at yeah. one point eight three. Is anyone here taking Mad Lions as a favorite? No. No fucking well, here's, way. Here's the issue. You have Mad Lions, who we've already stated is supposed to beat good teams, right? Yeah. And you have Rogue, who we've also already stated is supposed to win every regular season game. So now you're at this pass where <laughs> you just don't know what's actually going to happen. I'm so excited uh, to watch this somebody match. somebody has to lose. I'm so excited no, to watch this match. I'll take Mad Lions, though. I'm going to take Mad Lions no, at 1.83. Fucking Rogue, no, you're like not. I said, they know <laughs> just kidding. Not I'm taking Rogue. Right <laughs> um, but, by the way, I actually... I gotta say, I kind of said that I wasn't that impressed by Comp, um, or like not not impressed by him, but I felt like he. I don't know. I I I think compared to Hansama, but maybe that's me being too big on Hansama. Um, however, I just saw something. Comp had the second highest KDA in the league, at thirteen point seven. Three games. Right behind, by the way, his duo, Trimby. So it's three games and they won all sure, three, though. For sure. I mean, like... I'm not denying that it's something to be said, but they're coming out the gate strong. So, you know, I just think they know they know how to draft to their strengths. They are playing well. They're playing well as a team. Um, and I think Mad Lions loss concerned me because it's just I don't I don't think they can pull things off. So yeah, listen. I mean, I mean, the fact that Rogue is, you know, I love this by the way because we're going back. Because last year they stole, they finally fucking figured out that Rogue was maybe going to be a favorite when they have essentially perfect regular season records, and so we lost our opportunity to bet on them. Rogue's back to being an underdog. I love that. Listen, one point nine three. 
We, in we need to bet the name this, of value. We need to bet this before it moves. I would be betting whatever team is the underdog here, to be quite transparent. And since that's rogue, it has to be rogue right now. I think that is the obvious choice. Uh, I like either team can pull this one off. Let's not get it twisted. Obviously, Rogue looks better off after the first weekend having one more win and Mad Lions having lost to SK. But like, I think whoever's underdog in this situation, you take them, to be honest. Is that the same um, uh, for SK versus G2? No. No. I mean, have you seen the odds on that game? Dude, SK is at 2.66. I love that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So you I mean, like, I, SK was always going to be an underdog, though. He's so saying, you, do you I'm win? saying that, like, Rogue and Mad Lions, throughout the season, that will probably flip right. back and forth okay. at points. Right, 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 right. But SK, G2, G2 literally has enough fan power to lose the next 10 games and still not be underdogs to but G2. But that's what I'm saying. Or to would SK. You take SK, would you take, because to yes. me, I'm looking at that SK, G2, and G2's at 1.45, whereas SK's at 2.66. And to me, that 2.66 is so juicy. Agreed. I'm taking that 100%. Wonderful. I uh, I listen. I, you and I, I are in agreement I, on this. I think SK was way more impressive than the record shows, and G two maybe got by with some things. And I don't think SK is a team that will let them get away with those. I, so I keep this bet small because I think G two was yeah. good. Um, no, yeah, yeah, agreed. At these odds, I just think it's a it's a good bet to take. Agreed. Keep it small. Don't be dumb. But there's the. I mean, Chris, you got you got something listed here that I'm not. I'm not too interested in. Thank you. No I can't speak cares. for you. I don't know if you're interested in this, but go ahead. He's going to come out with one of his hot takes. Here he goes. BDS, BDS, BDS. They're going to go on for It's Vitality versus BDS. Oh, fucking Perks is a toxic teammate. That's I mean, if you look at the records, he's right. So. Okay. I would be putting Team Vitality in every single parlay. I would just be pairing up Team Vitality with Rogue. I'd be pairing up Vitality with G2. I'd be pairing up Fnatic as well with all this. Like, if it's me, which it is, um, <laughs> I'm definitely picking Fnatic, G2, Vitality, and Rogue on a nice little four-way parlay for 4.17 odds. Wow, that's just, the most responsible thing you've ever said. Yeah. Like, Vitality's not fucking losing to Team BDS. No Honestly shocked right now. I really, I really expected that to go an entirely different way. I'm proud of you. You took your pills today? <laughs> I love it. <laughs> no, I mean, that's I, like good shit, Chris. You know, hey, you're really growing up. Sometimes you got to zag. <laughs> Sometimes you got to impress the zig. people. I mean, I'm going to zig, so it doesn't really matter. All right. So, right. Saturday? What about it? There's, got... there's six more matches. There's, there's I mean, okay, yeah, there's. Okay, on Saturday, we have. There's one match that's exciting i think we end on that one scotty you had sk versus xl i did and i think that this is where i would put a million dollars on a league match because the odds are even by the way by the way i think sk is better than xl what scoot upon so so when we were doing our notes when i didn't actually look at the odds first i just went off games that um i thought they were underdogs probably interesting when I looked at the odds just now, and I was like, oh my fucking God. Like, literally the one game they hear that jumped off the fucking screen for me was SKXL. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? How are these Dude, guys I really, even? I really don't think XL is that good. I think they They're beat not. a Vitality team that was weak, um, and that is their only real win. I'm not... Like, SK lost to some very good teams that were playing very well and also pulled off a win against Mad. 
I think it goes underrated, honestly. And and to see these teams as even, I don't think you're going to see that the rest of the season. I'm I think pi- SK I'm will be back. favorites the rest of the way. I'm piggybacking. So I'm taking this right now. Yep. I'm putting the farm on it, to be honest. I'll, I'll, um, I'll match your farm with my farm. Yeah, we got two farms on this match. What do you got? Scotty, you absolute beauty. You, you eloquent bastard. You said everything I wanted to say. <laughs> I, didn't, I could not say Just anything Just in a gruff American that. way. You are a, you are a orator extraordinaire. Let me get my Marlboro Reds out. Smoke some. <laughs> no, I, I I agree with you. I I think hundred percent. I'm with you on that one. Uh, I think BDS is trash. Um, then final match of the day. XL, I think. XL, BDS. XL, yeah. XL. BDS is also garbage, though. Yeah. No, no, fair. I'm just talking about BDS being trash. It was just like completely <laughs> unrelated. I just threw that out there for the fun of it. Like, I mean, I, the last one, to be fair, I didn't even think I needed to put my name next to this one. You did. Yeah, this is obviously the most. You also jumped in on the Rogue Mad one. You didn't put your I name mean, obviously, one, I'm so allowed to do whatever the fuck I want. Wait, wait, wait. Before we get to the final match, can we just acknowledge that Rogue is 1.41 somehow against Team BDS? Like, I feel like yeah, that's just I know, a I did good that, value. Yeah. I, I would. I would parlay that with somebody because that's actually a lot of value. That's like right. a nice little There's some good parlay odds. You can this do week. a little boost yeah. there. Yeah. Follow our nice Twitter. Little boost. Go get your booster. See what dirty booster parlay oh, we come up with. That's a great. Go get your booster. That's some great social content, Scoot. It is. Yeah. Go on, go Let's get political. Um, final match of the day. This has to be what a way to finish the weekend. Vitality versus G2. Perks versus I mean, Caps. Yeah, you know, this is a coming home party. I think this is going to be a good matchup because we have the chance that Vitality has figured some shit out by then. Um, and then obviously G2's coming in, playing well. I think Broken Blade looked good. The the noobs in the bottom lane are looking good. So, yeah, I, I and the odds are 1.65 on Vitality and 2.18 on G2. I think either way, you're getting good odds. I'm going G2. Yeah, I these are... In my opinion, just the way the weekend shakes out prior to this, if Vitality wins their first match, this is the best Vitality odds you're going to get on them. Then. Yeah, when Vitality claps BDS, which is not a question, and if it becomes a question, then we will stop talking about Vitality altogether. You have my fucking word. Uh, when that happens, Vitality's odds are probably going to go down to, I would say, about 1.4135-ish area. Um, then you should wait, because you're not going to be betting on Vitality. BDS I mean, this is, if you're going to take Vitality, what I'm saying is this is probably the best time to. I think they win this match, to be honest. Um, it's got They're, they're going to have to win a match against the top four team eventually, so this got to be the one. We'll see if it happens. Yeah, I, I, you know what? I'm, I think I'm going to join you in that, which is I think the first weekend for Vitality was a bit of like a – don't overreact to them losing three matches is, yeah. is what I is what I keep telling myself in the back of my mind, right? It's like, but then your hatred of perks is well, there as well. Luckily, I hate G two more, so I can get over it. Um, I I want to pick G two because the value is obviously there, but I think the percentage, like to your point, Scott, you're not going to get better than one point six five on Vitality. Um, even if they lose to BDS, I feel like they wouldn't. The odds won't go up. Um, so, to me, I'm not going to overreact to a first weekend uh, troubles, and I, I think that Vitality kind of gets their shit figured out this week, and I, I do think they kind of come back with a roaring 2-0 and weekend. Can't disagree. Absolutely. I mean, I'm on board with you, so I, I think the odds, if you do like G2 here, are pretty solid, though, to be fair. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and honestly, they could show some stuff in their first match against SK. But again, I think SK underrated. They're a little dark horse action. I see them in the playoffs, low key. Two farms, Scotty. I don't know who we're going to give them to if we lose. If, if I mean, Excel we're going to have SK. four farms. So <laughs> okay, great. It doesn't. It, it's not even a question. We are going to have four farms by the end of the by the end of this week. It's fine. There, Whatever. There was don't that, worry about it. What was that esport where they had you like tractor? You're like driving your tractor around. Tractor simulator. You talking about farm, farm simulator? simulator? That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Great game. Awesome game. All right. On that note, yes. follow our Twitter Best at Farms 3 Network. You can find the link to our Discord there. Download Farm Simulator because we will be starting a podcast <laughs> We're covering the highs and lows of uh, reaping corn. Thank you for tuning in. Can't wait for this weekend. Every week I say this, but I genuinely, I really do enjoy it. Um, and I love recording the podcast with you guys. Thank you so much to our listeners. And I love talking about it in our Discord. Um, so make sure you join it because we're active there. It's a fun little place, and we're actually going to be doing a uh, fantasy draft, I think, next week. Yeah, go ahead and join that. Active community. Love the guys. Obviously love these two, but, I mean, some of the loyal members you have joined have, you know, had a deep impact on me, so it's fun to talk to them, and it's an enjoyable place to hang out, I like to think. I like to make it friendly, you know? You're very friendly. Not too friendly. All right. right. Still betting. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in, and we will see you next week. Toodaloo. No, what?